You ever feel like your employees just don't get it? Like it just seems like they don't understand why you want or need something done a certain way or why certain things can't be done in a particular fashion? Of course you have. In this episode, we're gonna go over one major thing you can do to solve this problem. Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. So you tell your team a particular process has to be followed, as in no exceptions. It must be followed every single time. Could be a sales process, something to do with customer service, or addressing a particular concern you know the customer has, or just something to make the customer's experience a little bit better. You know, giving them the pickle for those who have read that book. But time and again, individually and collectively, your team just can't seem to follow your instructions. And you go home and vent to your spouse how they just don't get it. And you know what? Most of the time, you're absolutely correct. In most cases, they really don't understand the journey we're taking the customer on. At least not until we explain it to them. So imagine trying to explain to someone how to make lasagna without ever telling them we're making lasagna. Imagine walking someone through step-by-step how to build a shed, but never telling them we're building a shed. Why would someone do that? It sounds ludicrous, right? Well, that's kind of what we do oftentimes with our employees regarding the customer's journey. We give them step-by-step instructions and and we expect them to follow these instructions without really ever explaining the path the customer's on in each encounter. So each of us has, each of our customers has a handful of interactions with us. So I'm just going to use an auto repair shop, for example, because that's something I think we can all relate to. In an auto repair shop, customer um, journey, there's about five interactions, give or take. The customer calls to make an appointment or does it online. The customer drops the car off. The customer or the repair shop calls the customer with a diagnosis and a price. The repair shop calls the customer to tell them the repair is finished. And the customer comes to pick up the car. So I'm sure there's exceptions and deviations from this path, but that's basically how it goes most of the time for most auto repair shops. The question is, if you're the owner of the auto repair shop, can your team explain the path a customer is on on each one of these interactions? Can they articulate to you with certainty and in agreement with how you think what the customer is thinking, feeling, and doing at the beginning of each interaction? And can they articulate what the customer or where we want them to be thinking, feeling, and doing at the end of each interaction? In other words, can they explain Here's where the customer starts this interaction. Here's what they're thinking, feeling, and doing. And here's where they end the interaction. Each one of those five that I gave in the auto repair shop example, in each one of those, can they explain the path the customer is on in each one of those? Now, in most cases, business owners take the approach that our employees are reasonably intelligent people who know we want the customers to be satisfied at the end of the whole process. But that certainly leaves a lot of room for interpretation, calling audibles, and making judgment calls 
based on assumptions. I totally agree that your employees are reasonably intelligent people, and I totally agree that they understand that we want the customer to be satisfied at the end. In most cases, they have certifications and licenses just to show how competent they are. But if we don't have agreement within the company about the path we're taking the customer, how could we possibly expect everyone to approach things the same way? How could we possibly expect them to understand why it's so critical that we implement these processes and procedures we're, we're complaining about all the time? How can we possibly expect them to understand what we're trying to accomplish with these things and not believe that sometimes it's okay just to call an audible? How could we possibly explain that or expect that if we don't explain the path the customer is on? I mean, getting, imagine getting a, a group of friends together or at a get together and saying something like, we're all going to meet at our favorite place for dinner and not specifically saying where that place is. That would be insane. Even if we all think there's a really good chance everyone knows what our favorite place is, there's no way we wouldn't specify exactly which place we're talking about. So we do the same thing in this. We say we want the customer to be excited or satisfied or enthusiastic with how our service goes, but we don't ever really explain what that means. So we have an expectation that employees follow our processes and make good judgment calls, but we don't generally specify and agree upon the journey we're taking the customer. Sometimes our employees will dramatically overestimate how much the customer needs to be sold on our expertise. Sometimes they'll assume the customer is worried about price more than anything else. No matter what, it's extraordinarily unlikely we would all make the same decisions about how to handle a given situation if we don't agree upon the path we're taking. So, to be sure our team understands what the goal is and why these processes and procedures we rail about nonstop are so important, we need to take the time to make sure they understand where the customer starts each interaction and where we are taking them. Again, What are they thinking, feeling, and doing at the beginning of each interaction? What are their fears, concerns, hopes, wishes, expectations, deal breakers at the beginning of each one of these interactions? And what do we want them to be thinking, feeling, and doing specifically, not generally, specifically at the end of each encounter? Moreover, what will tell us we've addressed their concerns and fears and so on? So before we move on, I first want to talk about... uh, Something coming up here, if you are ready to have an easier time building the business you imagine in your mind, the one that provides both the income and the time freedom you've always dreamed about, I have great news. First, let me just share this thought with you. One of the unfair and unreasonable expectations we place upon ourselves as business owners is that we should know everything there is to know about running a business naturally. This is crazy. How could a person be born with a natural talent in all the complex areas of running a business, like managing people, sales, understanding financial data? creating and improving effective processes, risk management, never mind the actual technical knowledge of your industry. I know I certainly wasn't born with all this knowledge. Could I have eventually built the business I did without ever asking for help? Maybe. Could I have built a multi-million dollar business with over 50 employees in less than 10 years without ever asking for help? Not a chance. If you try to figure out the most important thing in business by reading books or searching online, you'll literally find dozens of quote-unquote most important things. And depending on where your business is today, some of them could absolutely be the right one for you. The problem is, in most cases, the person saying that it's the most important thing in business hasn't ever really built what you're trying to build. And one of the most common ways to get stuck and overwhelmed is by focusing on one of these quote-unquote most important things that is not right for your business today based on where it is in the overall journey. Taking that approach could literally delay achieving your goals and dreams by years. This is what my group coaching program offers. Clarity on where your business is in the overall journey, what specific areas you should be focused on right now based on where your business is, 
and step-by-step instructions on how to get through the challenge related to those areas as quickly as possible from someone who's been right where you are today, plus the support and insight of other business owners just like you. My group coaching program only has open enrollment a couple times a year, and right now we're in one of those open enrollment periods until June 30th. For probably way less than you think, and I really mean that, it probably is a lot less than you think, you can join a community of like-minded, successful business owners who will share their own experiences of what has and hasn't worked for them on the exact challenges you're facing today. And you'll literally get step-by-step instructions from me on how to break the big problems you have down into small, actionable steps, put in the most efficient order, so you can get your business where you want it faster and easier than you even thought possible. Imagine how happy and relieved you'll be when you've accomplished the major achievement of building the business you've always dreamed of. Imagine having the money and time that set you free. To watch a quick video on how it works, go to serviceindustrysuccesspath.com. And after you watch the video, if you're interested in joining, simply click on the Apply Now button. Open enrollment ends on June 30th, so you don't have much time. Again, go to serviceindustrysuccesspath.com today to take your first step to achieving your goals of building the business that provides the income and time freedom you've always wanted faster than you even thought possible. So back to our topic here. This is one of the things that uh, when people talk to me about, you know, I've, I've mentioned before uh, when people talk about, uh, when I first start working with clients, they, they generally have a list of things that they're unhappy with their, their employees about, things that really frustrate them, annoy them, make them angry because they've covered a number of times. And you've heard me say this before, Give me the top three things that your employees are doing that really make you upset or make you angry or frustrate you. They'll give me an answer on that. And they'll say, now explain to me how many hours or days or whatever you spent training this topic, you know, last year, for example. And oftentimes the answer is something like, oh, yeah, I guess that would help if we did a little more training on this stuff, huh? So these are the kinds of things that we can do to save ourselves a lot of aggravation, a lot of frustration. Uh, for both us and our employees, our employees get frustrated too. They get tired of hearing us talk about the same procedures and processes. And why aren't you doing this? And why aren't you doing that? If they don't get it, they're just, they're less likely to do it. They're going to be frustrated. If they don't get it, we're going to be frustrated. Again, I, my, the, the shed analogy is like perfect. Imagine working with somebody and explaining them how to do all the detailed things, all the small little tasks, how to hammer the the boards together and how to put the the joiners together and and how to, you know, make sure things are level and hang the hinges and all, all that stuff. But you don't ever explain that we're making a shed. Like some of these things, they'd be like, why are we doing this? Why don't we do it this way? And when you left for lunch, they might try something a different way because they don't understand what we're trying to accomplish. So this is kind of, you know, I talk about this stuff a lot with like big blocks first. What are the big ideas first? What are the overarching things, the goals? Let's explain that first. Then we get to the objectives. Then we'll get to the specifics, you know, the tactics and the strategies and the initiatives and the action items. But we kind of do this thing backwards. We do this thing where we start with the minutia, the, the details and the processes and procedures, and we work our way up. And then we don't get it when they don't get it. And everyone is frustrated. And it'd be so much easier, especially for people who are, you know, if our employees are especially not naturally people, people, they're more task people, which oftentimes, especially in the trades, um, also service you know, professions that are white collar, IT people, CPAs, again, these people are oftentimes more task oriented than people oriented. They probably think what they think the customer really cares about may not match. And in most cases, I would argue just does not match what the customer actually really cares about. I, I, you know, I've used this example before where 
with plumbers one time, I, I, you know, they talk about how the customer cares about everything, how everything looks and stuff. And I, okay, how many of your customers have a water heater in the garage? And this was in an area in the Northwest, you know, Pacific Northwest where almost all the water heaters are in garages. And I say, how many of your, what percentage of your customers have a water heater in the garage that's easily accessible and they can see? And like, you know, 90% of the hands went up. I said, okay, what percentage of your customers do you think after a week after you left, went out and admired your workmanship on the water heater you installed in the garage that's easily accessible? And none of the hands went up. But for the hour before that, all he talked about was how all the customer values is workmanship and, and craftsmanship and, and all that stuff. And it's like, well, of course they expect it to work. They want it to work. That's why they hired you, the professional. But they're not going to go out there and evaluate your workmanship. They're absolutely going to evaluate how you made them feel in this encounter. If you made them feel stupid because they didn't understand something or if they didn't feel that they were getting a good value or if they didn't feel that, that their needs, you know, their concerns were being addressed. If they had a dog and you let the dog run out the back door, they're going to care about that a whole lot more than they are the workmanship. And these things all make perfect sense once we explain them. But we oftentimes just take for granted that people are going to know this stuff. And, and they, again, once you explain it, it makes perfect sense and they get it. But we have to explain it so that they're all focused on the right things. Many times task-oriented people who are employees, the revenue-producing employees, are focused on the tasks. And the customers are focused on how they feel. And that disconnect can create major problems. And it will also lead to the tradespeople or people in the field or in our shop, if you know, like auto repair shop, again, if customers coming in, it will get them to focus on the wrong things. If we don't remind them, here's how the customer makes decisions. Here's the path we're taking the customer on. So the first step, the first uh, action for all this stuff is to specifically identify each interaction in our customer's journey with our customer. So I went through the five with the auto repair shop. It's probably pretty similar for most, most industries. You probably have around five or so. And for each one of those, each one of those individual encounters, interactions, whatever you want to call it, we got to educate our team well enough so they can explain the path the customer is on for each interaction. And we have to keep going it over, we have to keep going over it again and again and again until they can articulate what the customer is thinking, feeling, and doing at the beginning of each interaction. And we want what we want the customer to be thinking, feeling, and doing at the end of each interaction. Then we can get into the processes and procedures. Then we can get into details of how we're going to achieve this goal of getting the customer from point A to point B. It is absolutely counterproductive in most cases to try to do the detailed stuff first and never get to the explanation of we're taking the customer from point A to point B. It just makes it way harder. And sometimes, frankly, they just aren't, the employees just aren't ever going to get it. If they don't, if they can't wrap their heads around the path we're taking the customer on, again, and, and how the customer makes decisions, they just won't get it sometimes. And they will buck us and fight us on these processes and procedures forever because they just don't get it. It's not that they're bad people. They just don't understand the path we're on. It's just, and it's not reasonable to expect people to follow the details if we aren't confident they have the big picture. So, that's kind of my topic for this week. Um, again, don't forget to go to uh, the website. Talk about. It. I'm really excited that, that our open enrollment is um, from now until June 30th. Don't forget to go to uh, what is the website here? I give it to you a minute ago. Oh yeah, serviceindustrysuccesspath.com. That's where you can go watch a quick little video. It's a uh, it's 15 minutes or so. It takes you through the whole thing. It takes you through the stages of business I've talked about before. A little more detail for you. Again, there's no high pressure sales stuff here. If you're interested, you click on the apply button. 
and uh, I'll reach out to you and we'll schedule a time to walk through everything. Um, so that's it for this week. I do want to say just, you know, if you, if you have a chance to share this podcast with a friend or colleague who's a business owner in the service industry, I'd really appreciate that. Give us a rating review if you have if you can spare a couple minutes. And for those of you who have done that, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And uh, you know what? Just thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, bringing me into your car or your office or wherever you're at. I do appreciate that. And um, again, that's it for this week. And I'll see you all next week. <laughs>